podcast hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show we're going to talk about um, how women can build the perfect body in the gym. So what I want to really focus on here is kind of a two-part part series and the first part is going to be related around strength and building muscle um, because we know that if we if if we look at um, how a person can actually improve their metabolism, if we look at how they can improve their their quality of life, if we can look at how they can improve their goal of transforming their body, if we can look at their their goal also of improving their um, their their basically uh, muscular system, the important factor we need to look at is two things: we need to look at, at an increasing lean body mass and decreasing fat mass. And we've got kind of two parts to this equation. And I'm just kind of kind of highlight it, highlight it in today's podcast with, with women being the main focus just for this one. So basically, part number one, we're going to focus on how can you, as a female, improve all these areas and reach your goal ultimately of improving body composition, improving your way of life and really, really looking at um, what you can do to maximize and get results. So we've done this time and time again at Peak Performance Academy. We have done transformations. We've done photo shoots we've done competition prep we've done it all so how did we actually do it when it comes to female clients number one thing is increasing your volume of work so that's what we need to think about when we go to the gym volume is simply the amount of work reps and sets performed in a workout so you don't need to train differently to to a male that's absolutely 100 females do not have to train differently to male but we can be a little bit um, individual in terms of exercise selection dependent on the goal of the particular person in front of us. But progressively increasing your training volume over time will lead 100% to um, to muscle gain. And what we were kind of thinking is we've got beginner, intermediate and advanced people coming to the gym. Beginner, two to three sets, somewhere between eight and 12, 12 to 15 reps is absolutely perfect to kind of float within, get the person's skill level up, build it within that rep range as they move more intermediate and advanced then we can increase the sets a little bit so that would be the first tip i would say when it comes to a female lifter and if you're currently in the gym and however many reps and sets you're doing start to look at it in that scenario two to three sets as a beginner is enough per muscle group per workout aim between 8 to 12 12 to 15 reps is perfect and then progress your sets from there in terms of the amount of volume you're doing within that working set increasing it from three sets to four sets to five sets, whatever it may be the next thing is doing more workouts so this might sound like something that's pretty obvious but but train your muscles more frequently and you'll get better results so if you're hitting a muscle group more frequently and i and i recently had uh two clients coming to the gym wanting to build their glutes and wanting to get their get their abs visible so that was um a, 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 a physical goal they wanted a very um, aesthetic based goal so we're going to look at it i'm going to look at that as a coach and i'm going to say okay they want to build their glutes number one we need to create the environment through nutrition to allow that to happen number two we create the environment through strength training and frequency of hitting that muscle group so in my programming i i aimed to hit that muscle group at least three times a week if not four times in a secondary manner so i did three main focused exercise and glute and then a kind of a secondary um, exercise that's going to target glutes and, and, and hamstrings so that's what i mean by doing more workouts hitting that muscle group 
um, more times in the week. So beginners usually typically come to us, they train about twice a week, but more advanced, intermediate advanced can train up to three to four times per week and progressively um, work towards um, that, that, that set of workout and recover from that amount of volume. Number, the next stage I would start to talk about is lifting heavier weights. And this is something that I find as a coach and I've seen through the years and years of coaching people, it can be a little bit of a fear factor for a lot of females thinking if I lift weights, I'm going to look like the beefcake in the corner, the guy with all the muscles or the big girl with all the muscles. That's not true to, to, to what's going to happen at all. When If you don't build, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you want to build muscle, and you continuously lift lighter weights, you're not going to get the desired outcome at all. Because remember, it's time under tension. Tension is, is the driver of hypertrophy, but we need to overload that muscle too somehow. So there was a study found that that women in one study was found to, that, that were lifting loads no more than 50% of their one rep max did not get sufficient gains in lean body mass in muscle tissue. But to produce overload, we it is needed to build muscle. So you need to be lifting somewhere between 65 and 80% of your one rep max. Now, if you don't know your one rep max, the easy way to think about this is, okay, I know my sets I'm doing per week. I know my reps I'm doing per week. I'm going to progressively lift a weight that I'm going to feel within that rep range or at least leave one rep in the tank or two reps in the tank. So that's the way you can progressively offload. So if you're going to failure on a set between the rep range of 8 to 12 reps and you fail at 12 reps and next week you come back and you fail at 13 reps, then you add a little bit to the bar, you go back down to, you're probably hitting 8 to 10 reps at the next week and you're progressively moving a bit more load, you're progressively aiming towards getting to failure and you're challenging that muscle tissue um, over a period of time through the week and hitting it many times a week so lifting heavier weights progressively overloading within the rep ranges within the volume schemes that we spoke about are really going to elicit results for yourself so that is the utmost important thing now the one thing factor i would say there is when you start to lift heavier weights both male and female you need to control that weight at every part of the repetition that's from the top of your rep where you unrack the weight all the way down through that eccentric phase, the lowering phase of the weight, at the bottom, not using inertia, not bouncing and using that, that stretch reflex and that rebound off the bottom, slowly, slowly contracting the muscle all the way through, right down to the bottom into that Linton range, and then pausing, taking out inertia, and driving through continuously with the chosen muscle group. So you will be able to stimulate the muscle maximally if you control the load effectively through every part of rep. Remember, each rep should have a clear beginning, middle, and end over a consistent range of motion. That's what I always talk about in the recent posts on social media about accuracy within your training. Follow the tempos that are on your program. So if you look at the tempo of three, one, one, zero, three seconds eccentric, one second pause at the bottom, one second concentric, no pause at the top. So a constant, constant um, uh, tension. Are, is, is it being applied on the muscle? And remember, the driver of hypertrophy, building muscle hypertrophy, is tension. So that's really important, guys. You're controlling the weight through every part of the rep, especially when you're trying to go, go, go harder. Now, the next thing is I would say to in both male and female, again, but mainly with females, prioritizing multi-joint exercises can give you a big bang for your buck in terms of they're using recruiting an awful lot of 
muscle tissues at the same time and fibers. So muscle fibers are targeting larger muscles, doing exercise like deadlifts, squat variations, presses, rows. They'll help to build your strength, but it also help to build muscle more effectively. Because remember, you are doing um, multi-joint exercises, that are like a deadlift from the floor. If it's a deadlift or an RDL or a block pull or whatever it is, you're going to be recruiting a lot of muscle fibers, not just your quads, not just your hamstrings, not just your glutes. It's your upper back. It's your mid back. Um, so you're getting a massive bang for your buck there in an exercise like that. A squat variation, if it's a barbell squat or a Smith machine squat, or maybe even you are looking at something like a leg press, um, it's going to be multi-joint. It's going to hit a lot of muscle groups. It's not isolation, like a hack squat. All these squat variations are going to recruit a lot of muscle fibers. Press is the same, rows the same. So really important, guys, you absolutely can use single joint exercises to target smaller muscles like biceps and calves and delts and all that stuff. But make sure your, your majority of your workload is prioritized through multi-joint exercises. And that will really be your big, big bang for your buck exercise at each um, workout so something just to think about within your training programming now the one thing you need to do as well is if you're caught for time and a lot of people are is you need to make your training more efficient so you can do stuff like supersets doing two muscle groups together that don't counteract each other like you're not going to do two quad exercises you're not going to do two bicep exercises i'm talking about maybe a leg extension and a, and a, and a cuffed lateral raise for delts two opposite muscle groups that when you do a set to failure in each they're not counteracting each other when you go back to do that muscle group again on your next set it's not fatigued it's recovered so that's something you can do um but again the key variable is when you're doing your superset style and putting work um exercises together make sure you have a sufficient amount of rest and at least 90 to 120 seconds you want between your sets is really really important um if you're doing big exercises guys and you're doing uh supersets we'll say with something like a deadlift you will need further recovery there so you will have to push your recovery um well beyond two minutes possibly three minutes there and um, it's, it's really really important you do that so what i would say is if time is a problem within the gym and you, you only have that 40 minutes to train, multi-joint exercises are fantastic. Supersetting exercises together, putting two exercises together. And sometimes as you advance and get better and, and, and more adapted in the gym and you have a better mind-muscle connection, you have better control over what you're doing and you really can take that muscle to failure, you can potentially do joint sets. We put three workout, three exercises together. So really, really important there. Now, the next thing I would look at there is when we look at when we look at what we've covered so far. So we've spoke about increasing your training volume, training more, doing more work for that, that chosen muscle group, doing more sets and reps as you progress, hitting a muscle group frequent times in the week, three, two, three times. If you want to grow something, at least two to three times you're hitting that muscle group in the week, lifting heavier weights, get away from this mindset of light weights. Um, and I'm going to burn more calories. It's not the objective. The objective going to the gym is to increase lean body mass, increase muscle tissue, not to burn calories. When you go do your cardio and all that kind of work, that's where that job is in your calorie deficit. Remember, we're controlling our, our weight through every um, inch of the rep. Uh, we're prioritizing multi-joint exercises because we know we're going to recruit more, 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 more muscle fibers. Make your training efficient as well. And if you're caught for time by putting work, um, exercises together. And then the next thing I would say is 
getting a coach can be something that can be really, really important because you're thinking of all the things I've just said. But what about having somebody that could maybe ensure you're training with enough intensity, you're, prog- you're progressing properly and can be there when things get tough. A professional coach, somebody that can understand your background, understand how to program for you, put the, the, the sequence of exercises and the priority of exercises together properly for you and also taking into account your goal and prioritizing certain muscle groups that you want to, to, to grow. Uh, that can be the power of having a coach and also having somebody there that coaches you how to train at a certain level to meet your level of where you are. So as we progress in our, in our training age, we get more efficient, we get stronger, we, we we build our tolerance to exercises, we start to love the process, then we can push ourselves harder. And like I said to somebody in the gym last week, as you get stronger within the gym, training gets harder, not easier. It's not like a, it's something where you get, oh, I get better at it, it suddenly gets easier because I'm better. It gets harder because you're getting stronger. So the weights you're going at each week are going to be heavier. So the important thing there is having somebody in on your side, even if it's just working with a coach online and you're going to the gym and you're quite efficient in your movement patterns or having them in person in the gym floor with you, just having somebody to guide the ship along the way as you are progressing and trying to get the most out of your training. So it's really important from a female perspective that we we start to move away from this mindset of doing loads of cardiovascular work, lifting lightweights, and I look like a certain person. Remember, to increase your metabolism, your basal metabolic rate, we need to increase our lean body mass. We're going to do that by overloading tissue, progressively overloading it, progressively lifting heavier as we go, and um, hitting numerous workouts a week, hitting muscle groups numerous times a week, prioritizing multi-joint exercises, and really working towards that kind of mindset that I'm not, I'm just because I'm a female, I should train differently to a male. Absolute rubbish. So I want you to really think about that next time you go into the gym, to be very laser focused in terms of, okay, this is what my object- objective is here. This is my baseline I'm setting today in my workout. And when I come back next week to this exactly same workout, I'm going to look at my logbook that I've written down all my lifts on and my numbers, and I'm going to try to match them or increase them. That's all your, your goal is every time. You're always trying to look to progress some part of your workout. And then you know you're moving forward in the right direction. You're getting stronger and your our body is starting to change. Now, the last part of the puzzle, which we will go into in the next um, part two of this uh, podcast, is nutrition. So nutrition is going to play a pivotal role in this whole thing because your body won't grow muscle or get stronger if you don't have its building blocks of nutrition needs. So macronutrients are going to be our key here, guys. So this is where we're going to speak about in the next podcast about how can we, if we're training like this, what do we have to do on the nutritional side? Now, the last tip before we go on to anything else um, will be about our own cardiovascular work. So what should we do and how much should we do? So you're going to the gym and let's say you're hitting the gym three times a week. So you're hitting three sessions in the, in the gym a week. You're progressively overloading your weight training. You're feeling good. You're feeling strong. What should you do? So what we need to do here is we, we will be creating um, a, a, either a deficit or maintenance or surplus within our nutritional practices and our nutritional programming. So now we match it with some cardiovascular work. So I would always look at that in terms of what's your day job? Is it physical, non-physical? Are you, are you, or maybe you're sedentary? 
what's your, your work-life balance, what's your home life like, how much do you move in a day. So we take into all account all that, your total daily energy expenditure, including your steps, including how laborious your job is. And the next section we would look at is, okay, what do we add in here to maybe create a bit of an increase in output if the goal is to lose weight for instance so i would say with most people whether it be a weight loss goal muscle gaining goal um a performance goal i would always have a baseline of at least two to three aerobic based sessions whether it be up above 75 percent um of your heart rate or around the 65 percent heart rate somewhere in that region at least three sessions a week and they can be as little as 15 to 20 minutes. But again, just making that as a foundation across any goal you have. And then all we have to do when we come to a goal like, say, weight loss, we can just increase the time. So we can go from 15 minutes to 20 minutes to 25 minutes to 30 minutes. And you're not really impeding too much on your normal, typical week. And that can be very, very powerful for somebody because they're like, okay, it's cool. I, I was doing 15 minutes. All I have to do now is 20 or 25 or 30. It's not that long. So... You're training three times a week. That's only three days out of seven. You have four days to fit in just some form. Start off with 15, three to 15 minute sessions, low level aerobic or some high level, high level anaerobic work. And you can prioritize that through kind of a hit style workout or maybe a, a low level uh, zone two workout, low level aerobic work. And then all you have to do is you have your base set. You've hit the gym three times a week. You're consistent with your three 15 minute sessions in your cardiovascular work. Now we can look to increase. Okay, I'll add five minutes to my cardio and I'm going to push my volume in my training a bit more. So you can start picking at these two little pieces of the puzzle and increase them as you go. And that's really important because it's, it's not, it's not uh, mathematics we're doing here. It's just simple stuff done really well. So foundational stuff, you're ticking the boxes there. And then on the other side of the equation, we look at the nutrition and we look at the simple stuff there, which we'll speak about in the next podcast. So they go hand in hand together. And this is really important, guys, that you start to look at this because this will make total sense in terms of you're consistent, you, you will start to see results. And then when we need to drop the hammer a little bit and push on a little bit at any time, we can do that. I mean, we have our base set and you might say, okay, brilliant, I, that three cardio sessions I'm doing is no problem. I can hit them. I can increase that to 25 minutes, no problem. And it won't even impede on my day. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to train one more time in the gym. I feel that I'm getting great results in the weight training. My body's really changing. My shape is changing. So I'm going to add another day in. So yeah, it's four days training. So that's brilliant. And that's not for everybody. Maybe you can only train two days and you might do three days cardio, whatever it may be. But you can always have room to increase. When you settle into a consistent routine, that's the biggest thing. When you settle into a consistent routine, your body gets used to it. You adapt to that way of life. That's your normal week. That's your normal training week. You have your plan set. You're hitting it every week. It's no problem. It's very easy for you then to come along and say, Do you know what, I have a bit more time on hand, hands over the next month. I'm going to add in more cardio. I'm going to add in another weight training session. And then you're progressing even further because you're creating a bigger workload. And remember what we said, one of the points was we're going to try to um, do more workouts over a period of time. It doesn't have to be at the start. We don't have to have this all in mentality at the very, very start. Let's start at a base foundation and build from that foundation. So hopefully, guys, that was helpful. Hopefully you're going to get a few tips and tricks from that in terms of I know I kind of veered this towards females, but this can be taken into context with males as well. All these points come into male training. All these points come into female training. When it when we look at programming for females to males, we prioritize what the individual needs are. 
but the general training and structure is going to be very, very similar. The way we're going to train is very, very similar. There is no real difference. So that's what I want you to think. And again, start at the foundation, build it up, and then you can add to your foundation. You can add your blocks in as you go, and you can add, do a little bit more work, and sometimes you might be able to, you might have to pull back, and then you can push forward. And it's like that as you go through your, your weeks and months. So next week, guys, we're going to focus on putting together nutrition and how we're going to do it in terms of starting off and getting the basics right. And we've done this before on podcasts, but we're going to just marry these two together. We have our weight training protocols. Now let's put our nutrition protocols, and it's something that might hit home with you that might get you started on maybe progressing and maybe look changing up your nutrition a little bit to suit your goal. So guys, thanks a million again for listening to another episode of Reach Repeat Podcast. Any questions at all, please drop it. Drop us a DM on any of the social media platforms. We're always here to, to answer your, your questions and we will get back to you 100%. So please don't be afraid to ask. And again, I would really appreciate it if you would share a screenshot of the podcast on your social media platforms. It would really help to grow the channel and tag um, at Peak Performance Academy if, if, if you can. That would be absolutely fantastic. I'll tag myself at coach.bobbyinwright if you can if you get something from this podcast. So again, guys, have a fantastic week and hope you're all uh, absolutely smashing your goals and we will catch you next week on another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Inwright. <laughs>